Welcome entrepreneurs and startups to Art of the Kickstart, the show that every entrepreneur needs to listen to before you launch. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president and founder of Inventus Partners, the world's only turnkey product launch company. From product development and engineering to omni-channel marketing, we've helped our clients launch thousands of inventions and earn more than $1 billion in sales over the past 20 years. Each week, I interview a startup success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your launch to the next level. This show would not be possible without our main sponsor, Product Hype, the weekly newsletter that goes out and shows you the best inventions that just launched. Make sure to check out ProductHype.co and join the Hype Squad. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today, I am extremely excited because we're talking about health, wellness, and all things AI as well. So joining me today is Mr. Yunus Kanmaz, CEO and co-founder of Avocadio. He's got an amazing background, and he's also a super passionate uh, entrepreneur that's out there developing technology and innovation for a better and more sustainable world. So super excited to have Mr. Yunus on our show. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. So if you would, for our audience, give a little bit of a background of Avocadio. Well, Avocadio is, as you can see, a small portable device, which you can carry in your pocket or in your, in your bag. It measures uh, some specific gases, such as ketones in your breath, and it gives an instant in- indication about your fat burning metabolism. And then we transfer this data to your mobile app, app and then through our mobile app we provide nutritional advice based on these breath analysis data for healthy weight loss amazing so i know a lot of the uh, there's been a lot of different technology on the ai side more recently yeah. coming out yeah. it seems like it's every single topic with chat gpt and all of these other software yeah. products that are coming out but i love the fact that this one obviously takes into account personalized health recommendations and food recommendations in it so I know we kind of jumped in in terms of what the product is, but you've been working on this for over four years with another partner. How did you guys get into this business and how has it kind of evolved over the years? Uh, well, actually, it has an interesting story. Maybe I can just start uh, telling about my story, which is related with Avocadio, actually. So I have a business studies degree from University of South Wales in the UK. So I'm not just a business person. And I have been working on uh, Facebook and consumer goods area for almost 20 years. But I, I always had this passion uh, to be a technology entrepreneur because I believe that technology will change the world and we really need that for a sustainable world. So, uh, but actually it started like almost six years ago, a friend of mine uh, from the university uh, called Ian Anderson. He invited me to join him uh, for a startup in the UK. So it was about uh, producing some solutions for biogas manufacturers. Uh, maybe for the ones who don't know what biogas is, biogas is producing electricity from waste by using some gases such as methane. So I think that's a really interesting idea, a really interesting product for sustainable work, which helps uh, like clean energy and the thing about this climate problems and issues. So I've joined in for the startup and we have started making some measurements of these uh, gases in waste areas such as methane, hydrogen sulfide, ammonia. So I became familiar with these measuring these gases and using these IoT technologies and non-technological sensors. Uh, and But unfortunately, I had a serious health issue in my family. So I had to go back to Turkey where my hometown is. 
And in Turkey, I have started making uh, frequent visits to intensive care unit. And also I have a, a professor friend of mine at the intensive care unit. He had an interesting uh, conversation one day. She told me that uh, I was explaining her what I was doing in the UK, you know, making these measurements in the air some using some gases. And she told me that uh, these gases that I was trying to measure in the air is somehow produced in human body. And if we can track and measure these gases, we can get some information about human body, maybe some viruses or infections. So uh, at that stage, uh, I, I I think that's, that's an interesting idea. So uh, because I was in intensive care unit uh, visiting there a lot, and one of the main reasons that people actually die in intensive care unit is because of these infections and not being able to diagnose these infections at an early stage. So she asked me if we can use these uh, sensors that you, you are using in to make uh, measurements in the air uh, for intensive care unit patients. Maybe we can get some information and maybe we can do some diagnosing. So uh, we have started making some clinical study with these uh, patients at intensive care unit. And somehow uh, we have got some uh, interesting correlations between breath gases, uh, blood tests, and infections. But uh, at that stage, I have realized uh, another uh, interesting, not interesting, but that's another reality that developing a medical device is really difficult because you have to go through so many regulations and it's, it really takes some time and re- you really need finance. And at that time, uh, I have met my current co-founder, uh, Gökçen Gariboldi. She's a professor for dietetics and nutrition. And she's also head of department in a university. She told me, that, okay, we don't really need to go to uh, make a medical device, but we can also use some of these breath measurements such as ketones to get some in, in instant indication about metabolism and how our body is handling the food that we eat. And ketones is, uh, could be a good uh, starting point for that, you know, you know, because we can just track the fat metabolism, and we can provide people with some diet and, you know, meal plans based on this uh, instant data. So we have decided to form Avocadio, and for the last, like, almost four years, we have been working on Avocadio. So it has uh, an interesting story. I was doing something else, but, you know, medical devices also, that was, that could also have been a really good product for early diagnosing, but uh, unfortunately, it's really difficult to go through that way because you should be able to make so much I mean, clinical tests and you really need really well-funded to have the product on the market. But this way, wellness is also, and also I have also realized that this is also a really big problem because obesity and weight issues is one of the biggest problems of our modern age. And according to the World Health Organization, like 52% of the world population is either obese or overweight. And this is the one of the main reasons behind many metabolic issues such as diabetes. This is one of the main reasons people get diabetes, actually. So I think that, uh, yeah. yeah. It's amazing and it's sad to see, especially uh, today's youth as well, being overweight and obese, where that was typically never the fact. And certainly there's so many different things and food being a, a main one of that. I'm just curiosity wise, what what led you to naming it Avocadio? Well, actually, we, were, we have been thinking about uh, when you're on a diet and what is one of the healthiest fruit that you can eat. So avocado was one of the, I mean, it was, it's quite, but by the way, it's really healthy. I mean, you should be consuming avocado uh, to have a really good diet. And we think maybe we can just name it something like avocado. And we were actually checking which domains are available. 
So it's because one of the reasons that, you know, you have to be uh, sure which domain is available to have that product. Uh, so yep. we find that that avocado was empty as a domain. So it reminds us like an avocado, avocado. So then we thought maybe we should uh, name it as avocado. Yeah, no, I love it because it's tying the two things yeah. together. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, healthy living, healthy eating, and just a, a friendly yeah. reminder that, yeah. you know, take a yeah. look at what you're putting in your body and how that's yeah. affecting you. So, yeah. you yeah. know, I'd love yeah. to learn a little bit more about, you know, the, the process, because a lot of our founders that watch the show and listen to the podcast, they're always coming back with questions of like, how do I get started? How do I get off my butt and, you know, get the kick to start designing this or start engineering something that might be a little bit out of their sweet spot. So I'd love to hear kind of about the process that you've been going through over the last few years of finally getting this product, you know, shipped and ready and ready to launch on Indiegogo. Uh, the, well, the first thing we did, uh, even though we are not uh, trying to make a medical device, we still did some clinical tests uh, to be sure that the product is really, I mean, helping people. So we did some, uh, we have actually uh, done three clinical trials. Uh, one of them was with uh, People who are using ketogenic and low carb diets, uh, we make some breath measurement with the sensors that we use, uh, and we also did some urine tests and see if there's a correlation. And at the end of the clinical trial, we have we also have a focus group which we control. So we have seen that people uh, lost weight and their fat rates go down. And also we have find the correlation between breath ketones and urine ketones. And we have published that um, scientific paper as well. And also we did the second clinical trial with uh, also blood uh, ketone. And we also tested like ammonia, nitric oxide, hydrogen sulfide, and some uh, other breath gases, uh, which we can use in the long term for our product development. So this was the second uh, clinical uh, study. And the third one is also still going on. It takes a little bit long time. It's with, we are doing some clinical trial with epileptic uh, kids for um, breath ketone measurements and uh, blood tests. So that the third one is almost about to finish and we are just collecting data. So after the clinical uh, trials is finished, we have uh, also start making some user uh, trials as well because um, when you have a uh, when you have some clinical data with you, but it might be really difficult uh, to make people uh, understand what you are doing. Uh, and we have started making some trials with the product and the design. We it was a little bit bigger uh, at the end, but we have we start getting some feedback from the users. We have kind of uh, make it a little bit smaller, and also we have um, realized that it it. At the beginning, we have to start as a device, and there is a, like a screen, and we, we were just giving people a score, or something uh, on the screen. But that's it. Then we have uh, we have received some feedback from the users, and they said, "Okay, getting a score is good, but then now, what are we going to do?" So we have realized that we should be making uh, giving some recommendations. So we have decided to make a mobile app as well. So we then convert this uh, sensor data to a mobile app track the data in the mobile app. So uh, that's what we learned from our uh, trials, user trials as well. And then uh, finally we have uh, did some uh, small sales tests because, okay, people said, okay, that's a good idea. I love the pro I like the product, but are they going to pay money for that? We, we have right. to be sure about that. So we have made some, you know, some kind of uh, trial sales, uh, not, 
bulk production, but with this 3D printing, uh, things like that. So we made some uh, small uh, tests if people are going to pay money for that. And then uh, once we have uh, get some data from that as well, we have seen that people could be interested in buying the product. Then uh, we have decided to go uh, for a little bit more uh, like a crowdfunding thing that we should be doing. So that's the stage that we're in now. So we are just, uh, we have started doing this crowdfunding. Absolutely. So yeah, I know, you know, in terms of all of this pre-campaign work that you've been doing, and I know the campaign yeah. hasn't gone live yet while we're recording yeah. this, but certainly, yeah. you know, with all yeah. of our listeners, it'll be live and we'll be sharing all the links with everyone there. But what have been some of the couple takeaways that you've learned during the pre-campaign that's been interesting data or things that have piqued your curiosity in terms of the data coming in? Uh, I think it was a very uh, interesting experience and very learning experience as well. First of all, I have to tell you that it's been really good for us to work with a professional company like you. Definitely. That's one thing that I have to say. Uh, and I like the way, uh, I like your professionalism, definitely. So it's definitely worth to, uh, to work with a company. Uh, because if we if we want to do it, it ourselves, we will probably be lost on the way. So that's something that we should be doing. And the second thing that we also want to learn from uh, this company is who is our actually a user? Who should be uh, who should who should we be targeting? Uh, because um, when we are actually designing product, we make it we make the product a little bit more colorful. Okay, so it's um, some people like it, but some people don't like it. So you can just have a product that fits all people. So we should be maybe focusing on the right uh, target groups. So we have seen that especially women like the product much. And what we have seen from this pre-launch activities that's okay, women could be our uh, targets because uh, they like the product as well. So uh, also it can give us an idea maybe because we have some other features or a new version of the product that we are thinking about adding. Maybe we can just uh, make uh, something like a black version of the product that maybe we can, we should be targeting more male kind of thing. So that's uh, one of the things that we have learned from this pre-launch activity as well. Amazing. And I know, again, you know, in speaking with the team and, you know, in terms of some of the considerations that you went through before working with us here at Inventus Partners, what were some of those reasons that you guys chose to work with an agency to help launch this amazing innovation with? Uh, but it took us a little bit long time to <laughs> start working with you, I know, because we have met in uh, Las Vegas CS uh, last year, not this one, the one year ago. So it almost took us one year to start working with you. But we also have some you know, issues from as inner issues, uh, because uh, I think in my personal view, uh, if you want to do something really well, you should, be, you should find uh, a company that does that work the best. And uh, if you want to do something in your own, it might be a little bit difficult. Uh, some of the companies who, and maybe, I don't know, maybe most of them don't use a kind of partner like you. So that could be one of the reasons that uh, the campaigns fail. Uh, so I think it's really important to work with a professional company. And I have met you in the exhibition and we talked with you. And uh, I, I, at that I actually have decided at that moment that we should be working with this company when we have uh, started this uh, activity. But I uh, you know it took us a little bit long time. We have some inner issues. We have some funding rounds. We we, sh we have some discussion with the investors and 
things didn't go so uh, I mean, it you know that it take this fundraising thing and takes a long time. It took longer than we have expected, but anyway, we are finally here at the end. Well, we're super excited about this upcoming yeah. launch. Yeah. I know the team's been really excited working with you and your team on this amazing innovation. Yunus, this is going to get us into our launch round where I'm going to yeah. rapid fire a handful of yeah. questions at you. You good to go? Yeah. All right, let's do this. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Uh, actually helping people and changing the world, actually, I can say. Amazing. So if you could meet with any entrepreneur, who would you want to share a slice of avocado with? Uh, some, someone famous, you mean? Like Any entrepreneur, living or dead? Probably um, it could be Elon Musk. Yeah, all right. He's a very popular yeah, guest yeah, on the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. What would be your first question for Mr. Elon? Uh, I will ask her, uh, would you want to use my product? <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. Yeah. What, um, what book might you recommend to other entrepreneurs looking to launch their idea out there? Well, actually, uh, I've, I can recommend the uh, Lean Startup book uh, mm -hmm. because uh, from our ex experience uh, i mean lean startup is a really uh, i mean is a philosophy that every startup founder should be follow following actually we didn't do that to be honest because we have uh, spent so much time to make the product perfect for launching but i have realized that we have uh, i mean made that mistake uh, because uh, you have to go to your customer and ask them before i mean because if you don't ask your customer the right questions and if you don't bring the product to your customer and spend so much time on engineering and product itself, uh, then you might, I mean, you might lost on the way. So we have kind of did that. It, that's why, because some people told me, okay, because we have been working on this product for four years. Four years is a little bit long time, actually. It's, it's, it's not, so one of the reasons we could have done it earlier if we have followed that lean startup issue so i can recommend them to read lean startup but also follow it not only definitely yeah all right last question in the launch round and i know the campaign hasn't launched on indiegogo yet but still very interested to hear your take on what the future of crowdfunding looks like uh, I think it's a really good uh, way to understand uh, your customer because one of the main reasons that we are trying to do crowdfunding is that to be able to get this feedback from the customer and who is to find out who is our customer and what they want actually. So I think it's a really good way uh, for doing this when you are actually producing or developing a product. I think that that's going to be the main issue uh, or the main benefit of doing crowdfunding. Absolutely. Well, Yunus, this has been amazing. This is your opportunity to give our, your final pitch to our audience. Tell people what you're all about and where people should check out Avocadio. Uh, as I told you that we have been trying to work uh, to make a better world. So we have uh, developed the first version of the product, but we need some help and support so that we can continue developing. Uh, we have done the first version of the product, but we have some uh, basic R&D that we want to add to our product to make people understand their metabolism even far better. So uh, if you can support us, uh, we will be able to continue developing our product and bring more amazing products uh, to people that they can benefit uh, in their health journey. So please try to find Avocadio in Indiegogo and you can just support us. 
Amazing. Well, I know we're going to include a link to the uh, early bird discount rate on the website. So audience, make sure to go visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, transcript, the link to the campaign. And of course, I got to give a big shout out to our crowdfunding podcast sponsor over at Product Hype, the top newsletter for new products that just launched. Yunus, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning into another amazing episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, life, and world with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode as much as I did, make sure to show us some love, you know, by rating us and reviewing us on your favorite listening station, whatever that may be. Your review really helps other founders and startups find us so they can improve their craft and achieve greater success like you. And of course, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the previous episodes. And if you need any help, make sure to send me an email at info at artofthekickstart.com. I'd be glad to help you out. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next week.